Okay, let's do this. This is now officially the very first podcast that I am doing. Uh, This is That Blonde Girls podcast. Welcome. My name is Carolyn. I am so grateful you guys are all here checking this out. If you are not listening to me via iTunes. You can also check out this podcast via YouTube. And to all those that are watching, howdy. How's it going? Um, This podcast, I mean, I've been thinking about doing this podcast now for quite some time. I've been genuinely thinking about recently building up another website again. I used to have a website a couple of years ago and I really realized, I recently realized that via doing my series of the bath bombs I just it inspired me to want to do a lot of other things and a lot of other series and just made me realize that there are things that I'm feel there are like missing pieces to my life that I genuinely want to explore when it comes to my creative aspect the creative creative aspect of my life and podcasts I've been listening to podcasts now for probably three or four years I'm a huge fan of Joe Rogan uh for any of you who follow me on Instagram know that I'm concerned consistently posting um, snapshots of his podcast that I'm listening to of that specific one that day and I fell in love with the medium and I genuinely want to try it especially because if it's not obvious and if you don't follow me on YouTube uh, I'd highly recommend checking out my channel it's a mix of product reviews uh, just talking. I did a car cast, which was like a podcast, I think like about a year or two ago with a friend of mine. I just have a bunch of stuff on, on my channel and I am going to try and schedule and make it more consistent soon. And I have a lot of great content and a lot of great ideas coming up for series in the future. So if you want to check it out, please check it out via the links down below. I will make them available or you can find me at the reviews by the blonde that is my youtube channel so if you guys want to check that out i am there and that's where the video to the podcast version will also be so if you want to check out me sitting in my room talking to a microphone that is where that video will be so i am grateful that you guys are joining me and enough of you have shown a really interest a big interest in you know what i would be doing with this podcast so Generally, there are always like a variety of things that come to mind. There are those moments in real life when I'm having conversations with friends or boyfriends or like with my boyfriend or my coworkers or people in general. And I really wish that there was a microphone in the room. So eventually, I definitely will be bringing people on and getting them to talk with me. Um, But there are just moments and things that I definitely want to share with you guys. My thoughts, kind of what I'm going through at the time or things that I'm interested in and just to have a conversation with you all. That's generally what this podcast is going to be about. It's about my crazy ideas, exploring every adventure I want to throw myself into. And today, if the title doesn't make it obvious enough, I want to do an Ironman. So that is going to be the next new challenge of the next year and a half, probably of my life. Um, so I, you know, have these moments pretty often where I want to do something pretty physically active, a pretty big physical challenge, and I feel like a lot of people out there can relate, or I feel like I don't want to sound like I'm blowing smoke up my ass, but I do feel like a lot of people have told me recently that they've been inspired to change 
you know, their perspective or change their health or change their workouts or get into working out because of that whole like fuck it mentality. Just get up and do it. And there's really no excuse to not do it. So that is kind of where this podcast is going to go. It's going to be exploring a lot of the fun adventures. It's going to be exploring common topics, maybe debates. I really genuinely want to get my boyfriend on here because he and I have really interesting conversations on a variety of things, whether it's religion, whether it's dating, whether it's just life stuff. So I think that our conversations are really interesting and I'd love to see feedback and kind of get a whole kind of create an interesting whirlpool of conversation with all of you and the two of us and with myself obviously as well. So enough of me rambling. Um, Four minutes, almost five minutes in, I've done enough rambling. So I think it's time to get into today's topic or to talk about all of a sudden what my new obsession is today. And my new obsession today and for the next little while will be Iron Man. Now, before we dive into the method to the madness, why I'm interested in doing an Iron Man, why all of a sudden it's now kind of taken over or it's going to start taking over my life or, you know, the whys, answering the whys. I kind of wanted to talk about where my headspace always has been or where it's come from over the last couple of years from getting into my first Spartan race, going into the following years of running Spartans and just running 10Ks and overall just exploring that world of running um, and how it's changed my life and how my perspective has also changed on Spartan racing and where I am today with racing in general. Um, I don't feel like I've talked about it a lot publicly, what I'm doing this year for races, and there is an explanation to that, which we will also get into later on. But diving into my experience with running long distance races. It all started with running 10 kilometer races. I live in Toronto and my very first 10k was the Sporting Life 10k. I have now done the Sporting Life 10k every single year for the last five years. Um, I missed last year's race. I did not do last year's race, but I've done it consistently for five years in a row. This year I will be doing it and it's actually coming up. It's every year on Mother's Day and a couple years ago I got my mom into it. So it's been a really fun experience getting her into it and now getting my sister into it and just kind of making it a family affair, especially on Mother's Day. It's kind of a really, it's a really nice thing I get to share with her and get to spend time with her doing or doing, that was English, right? I think so. Anyways, you know what I mean. Getting a chance to share this aspect with my mom is really important to me because for her and for a lot of people in my life and for years now since I've gone into doing, you know, long distance runs and also doing Spartan racing, everyone always has called me crazy or thought it was stupid or let's be honest, like a lot of people think it's stupid. A lot of people don't get it. A lot of people don't, aren't interested. And that is totally fair. I don't want to say that, you know, it's going to change your life forever if you do one. I think it'll definitely, I think everyone, I do recommend everyone try something that extreme that gets you out of your comfort zone because it really does change your perspective. It really gives you an interesting insight on your personal strength, on your physical strength, on your mental strength, and it teaches you a lot about yourself. That much, you got to give it to the races. It definitely will do that to you and for you. So that's generally why I recommend people to do 
whether it's a Tough Mudder, even though I've never done a Tough Mudder, doing some sort of race in that kind of format will do a lot for you, probably more than you would expect. Um, but for a lot of people, a lot of people don't get it. A lot of people think it is stupid and they think it's kind of ridiculous. And, you know, a lot of people also see the aftermath. They see the bruises, they see the mud, they see the dirt, they see, you know, the scars and they're not into it. And that's totally fine. For me, I'm into it. I'm, I have fully accepted in my adult years that I am a complete masochist. Um, I enjoy the pain and I've learned to enjoy the pain, the physical pain that comes with training, with running, with working out, uh, with running races. I enjoy that kind of pain. And for me, mentally, it does do a lot for me mentally. It helps. This is going to get a little dark, but for me, mentally, that physical pain helps with the mental pain as well. And it kind of helps me exude that stress that I'm going through or the anxiety I'm going through. It helps me get it out. That is my therapy. And that is what I've learned over the last couple of years, training for Spartan races, doing Spartan races, doing 10Ks and all of that in between. So for me, getting into my very first Spartan race was an experience. I spent like eight and a half months training from scratch, not knowing really what I was training for, not really understanding what I was getting into. And I definitely could say, you know, even in a year's, like in eight months time, I was not ready. I don't even think I would have been ready after three months or three years of training. Like nothing really prepares you for those races unless you're a natural born athlete or have been an athlete for, you know, years upon years upon years, like since you were in high school. It's definitely an experience of a lifetime and definitely depending on where you go, even for our seasoned athlete, for the seasoned athletes out there, it is definitely a challenge. Um, so getting into my first one, it took me about, again, eight and a half months of training. And I went into it with a complete fuck it attitude. I didn't care at the time. The reason I did a Spartan race, I think a lot of people ask me how I got into it. And the big reason was, was that I, at the time, was struggling with depression. I was struggling with anxiety. I was struggling with stress. And a lot of it was circled around the fact and surrounded around the fact that I was struggling with finding a job. I was struggling with finding a better job, not just like any job, finding a better job, finding, you know, being able to pay my bills, paying rent, like all those things were really weighing on me at the time. And that's where I needed to be able to accomplish something throughout the day. And that ended up becoming training that be ended up becoming like after I would spend six to eight hours applying to jobs all day long you know sitting at a computer doing that all day long I needed something physically motivating to feel like I was actually accomplishing something positive and you know after I would apply to jobs all day long then I would get up and I'd go to the gym and I would spend you know two and a half three hours sometimes at the gym now was I working out con- like for really hard consistently for three hours. No, I would take breaks in between. It was just my safe place was the gym for a really, really long time. It's where, again, I got a lot of that stress out. And once I was done working out, it genuinely made me feel like I was physically and mentally accomplishing something. And it really helped me to get through some really dark times through my life at that point in my life. And 
it really, you know, I now over over the last couple of years listening to podcasts with doctors and people just talking about how physical activity really can be a way to deal with stress and anxiety and depression and how a lot of doctors now this is not me prescribing that you know going to the gym is going to solve all your problems or it's a way to solve all your problems i acknowledge that it's not a way to solve like for everybody it's not a way to solve everybody's problems but how i've heard doctors say that you know, generally what they'll ask their patients initially to do is start just physically moving, whether it's going for long walks at the end of the, you know, at the end of your day or going to the gym and working out and lifting weights and running. Because I feel like a lot of people say, and a lot of those people that we, you know, follow on Instagram, whether it's Cameron Haynes or David Goggins or even Rogan, Joe Rogan, um, a lot of those people will admit to if they are thinking about going for a run or first thing in the morning when you're thinking about going for a run or at the end of the day, you just hate the idea of it. You know it's going to, like, it sucks to get out there and do it. But once it's done, you almost never feel like you regret it. And that is, honestly, from firsthand experience, I can say 100%. It always feels like there is an instant boost after doing whether it's run, running, doing a run, or working out and lifting weights, you almost always feel a million times better than you did before, or you feel lighter. I mean, I don't necessarily feel like I have a lot more energy, depending on how hard I've worked out, but I have definitely had those moments where I feel a lot lighter, I feel more relaxed. Like, I mean, I feel almost 10 times more relaxed than I did coming into the gym or coming into the workout or whatever the case may be. So for any of you who are maybe mentally struggling with something and you just don't know how to push through that icky feeling, I do recommend trying to consistently go to the gym maybe two times a week or three times a week or going for a run or going for a a walk, grabbing your bike, going for like, you know, maybe a 45 minute bike ride or whatever works for you. Just try it out and see what it's going to do for you. If you're, do it consistently for like a week, like in one week or two weeks, I'd say two weeks, you'll probably notice more in a change because it's a little bit longer period of time than a week. But for like two weeks, try and do something physically active like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Like try that out, see how you feel. Or if your weekends are free, try it out on the weekends. Or, you know, just try and pick out a couple days, work out consistently, whatever that means for you, and see what it does for you. And I feel like a lot of people out there will feel a lot better or will feel some sort of relief or will find a sense of relief in doing X activity, whatever that activity is for you. Um, but yeah, that was a big reason why I got into Spartan racing. And, you know, I remember showing up the first day I was that first race, I was super nervous. And the ironic part was I actually was not feeling well my very first race. I felt sick. My stomach was hurting me. I felt, I just was feeling really off. And I can, I can, 
immediately tell you after the first race, once I crossed the finish line, I cried and my mom was there and she got to experience it with me. She still doesn't get the races and she still doesn't understand because she sees the aftermath. She sees the pain. She sees the scars. She sees the, you know, the bloody up knees. She sees the bruises and she sees me struggling for like a day after the fact. Um, and But for her, I think the minute she saw me cross that finish line, she did understand why I wanted to do it as badly as I did. And it gave me this sense of relief and it made me genuinely realize that whatever point in life that I'm at, if I set a goal and actually put work into it and put a lot of hard work into it, it's going to pay off in whatever form, in in whatever way, you know, you want to say that it's been pulled off or succeeded I've succeeded in whatever that goal was and that felt really good at that time and it finally felt like it was kind of proving to myself that the hard work that I put into the things that I really try hard at and whatever I'm doing it's gonna eventually pay off whatever that is so that is why I instantaneously, almost instantaneously became addicted to Spartan racing, or at least that was a big reason why. Um, It made me realize that I was a lot stronger than I physically thought I was at the time. It made me realize that I was capable of a lot more than I I, I believed I was. And I mean, I was never a natural-born athlete going through high school. I never played sports. I never played sports as a kid. Um, So for any of you who are asking, like, you know, did I have a sports background? No totally just dove into this head first. And that's kind of my, always been my mentality. And maybe it's a little bit ignorant. Maybe it's a little bit uneducated on some level when I go into these things. I'm like, that sounds easy. Or at least I really don't have any frame of reference. So when I don't really, I don't let the decisions, the decision of doing these races or whatever kind of races or physically challenging things don't really weigh on me the way maybe some people do. Like, I don't let the realization of how hard it is or how long it's going to take until I show up. Like, I get ready and as prepared as I physically possibly can. I get all the equipment or whatever I need to be there and to be competing that day or to run that day. And then I leave the rest up to just experiencing the run or the race or whatever it is. I don't sit there and freak out. Oh my God, it's this long. Oh my God, it's going to be this hard. Oh my God, it's going to take me this long. No, to be honest, I don't think about that shit because I don't care. I don't care how long it's going to take me. All I know deep down inside and all I know once I set my mind to something, first of all, once I set my mind to something, I am so obsessed and I will not let it go and it's going to happen one way or another. That's just the reality. That is my reality and that is the way I live my life. If I want to accomplish something, I have to be obsessed about it and I have to want to be fully into it because if I'm not fully into it, it never gets done. It just, it's, that's my reality. It's just never going to get done if I'm not completely into something. So when it comes to these races and when it comes to any sort of races, I have to be fully obsessed and committed to it. Like when I was going to Iceland, I'm sure everybody around me was so sick of me saying Iceland and talking about Iceland that it, it probably drove everybody insane to the point where I was even tired of saying Iceland, but I had to obsess over it to follow through with it and actually 
do it because that's just the type of person that I am. And that is my world. That is the way I like to live my life when it comes to the, like, the, ex- the, the activities that I do beyond my everyday job. Um, so for me, conceiving and stressing out about the distance, what the kilometers are, this and the other thing, beyond factually knowing and just knowing, like, where I'm going and how, you know, letting everybody else know so I know where, uh, you know, they can time frame things for themselves when it comes to me. That's about as far as I'll look into distances. Beyond that, I don't care. I just want to get in there and do it. That's the mentality that I have getting into these races. And that's very much the mentality that Spartan has helped to strengthen for me. Um, so I have been Spartan racing for about three years now. Um, the first year I did one race, the next year I did four, and then last year I did, no, yeah, last year I did four as well. Now, last year was supposed to be a much bigger year for me. Um, I was supposed to do, I think, like eight or nine races last year, but unfortunately I got, I had medical issues, which I talked, which I talked about on my YouTube channel and I talked in about in videos. I didn't go deep into what those issues were because I mean, I am very much willing to be an open book, whether it's on this podcast, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's on Instagram, but there are, you know, I have my personal limits to what I will be willing to share and what I'm comfortable with sharing. I will share a lot with you guys and I will always be very open about a lot of things, but there are some things that I just, (sighs) that experience specifically was, and I don't use this word often and I, I don't think I've ever really used this word seriously until that experience that I had last year, but it was really traumatizing. And even talking about it in present day makes me feel very stressed out, very anxious and very scared. And it makes me emotional. So I don't, maybe someday I'll talk about it, but right now I'm not necessarily comfortable talking about it because it's a lot to think about. And it really spiraled me into a deep depression. But last year having those medical issues knocked me out of the death race and the death race was something that had I had spent months in putting in research, in training for, in buying supplies for, in applying for. The application process was long in and of itself. Now, the death race, for any of you who are interested in finding out what it is, it is a race that is in the branch of Spartan, like the Spartan world. It's run by the company owner, on uh in vermont and it is something that is limited in spaces you have to apply you have to be accepted and i got one of those lucky spots and the day that i had to send that email in saying that i had to give up my spot because of medical issues I literally sobbed for like two and a half hours before I pressed send and I sobbed like a child because not only did I flush almost $500 in cat like in money in flights down the drain but because I so desperately wanted to be there because I knew I would finish and I knew I was capable of finishing it literally it almost killed me like emotionally and mentally it it just it set my world on fire it made me feel lesser as a woman it made me feel lesser as a human i couldn't physically i was going through a lot of pain at the time it just 
made me realize that being sick sucks in any way, shape, or form. It really, really, really sucks. And I couldn't handle it. And I had a hard time handling it. And I struggled for months. And it took me like, I think six months to get out of that headspace and to dig myself out of the hole that I had gone myself into. It was a really hard situation. And to have given up all the races that I did over that summer was really hard. And that's kind of, I'm kind of going through something again this year and it's been really hard and that's why I haven't signed, I haven't signed up for a single race beyond the 10K. I have not signed up for a single race this year, um, which I, it makes me angry. It just puts up a lot of anxiety in my chest because I want to accomplish, like this year I wanted to accomplish so much, but again, um, unfortunately my body has to decided to do some interesting things, which I will talk about and I'm comfortable with talking about what's going on this year. But overall, basically I, the evolution that I've had with Spartan, I have now done Spartan racing for three years. I've realized that I can do it at my physical peak. I've realized that I can do it at my, also at my lowest physical peak and uh, with uh, my physical capabilities. I, last year I ran and I was so out of shape. I shouldn't have been running those races to begin with, but I finished them. And I think that for me personally, right now, this year, when it comes to Spartan racing, there is no real motivation because there doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like there's a challenge anymore. Now, it's not to say I'm never going to do a Spartan race. It doesn't say it, it never, it, it's not going to say, I'm not saying that I'm not going to do one this year. There's probably a good chance that I probably will end up doing one this year. Um, just because it's like, I am itching to get medals and I am all about the medals. I, again, I didn't do sports when I was in high school or as a kid. So now that I have medals as an adult and I'm achieving those medals as a full-time working full-time adult and that has a full-time life and then has a full-time job and career also has a full-time like life outside of that I feel so good to have those medals and if I could wear them every day like an asshole I would wear them every day like an asshole and that is half the reason I got my Spartan tattoo is because I can't wear my medals every single day but I can wear my dates and my accomplishes on accomplishments on my leg so I pride myself in my tattoo and my medals. Um, but yeah, they're just, I've hit that wall a little bit with Spartan racing. So that's kind of why I haven't announced any, that I'm doing any races or I haven't talked about it really. Um, it's not because I don't think I should do it anymore or that no one else should do it anymore. I think still it's a great challenge. Like I said, at the beginning of this podcast, I highly recommend them for me right now. I'm just not motivated to do them, to be completely honest. Um, I've kind of hit a lull this year and I guess now we can get into, so basically Spartan, I've traveled to another part of the world for one of these races. I've done them locally. I've done them not so locally. Um, great experience. Love them. They're an amazing challenge. Highly recommend them. Um, yada, yada, yada. Basically all I have to say about Spartan racing and my experience with it, at least for right now. If you guys want more in-depth, like race to race, uh, play by play, let me know, reach out to me. I'm going to obviously leave posts on Instagram for this podcast when it goes up along with, uh, my YouTube video will be up. So if you guys want to reach out to me, if you guys want to hear about that, you know, thumbs up the videos, get in touch with me via comment sections on YouTube, on Instagram, even on Twitter. Granted, I'm not on Twitter as much as I should be, but if you feel like you're super active on there, I am on there. 
Obviously, all of that I will leave somewhere either at the end of this podcast or at the beginning or on Instagram. You guys can find all the links for everything there. Anyways, as far as my personal Instagram, there it's Carolyn underscore W3. My podcast Instagram is the that girl that blonde girl's podcast and my other Instagram I have three Instagram pages and there's also reviews by the blonde if you want to check it out there um and then as I mentioned YouTube is reviews are reviews by the blonde as well so there's that anyways back to what I was talking about unfortunately so this year and in the last couple of months um I had this really bad abdomen pain some time ago. It started, it happened a couple of months ago and I ended up going to the doctors, got ultrasounds done and found out that I have some cysts on my ovaries and uh, they're not like, apparently they're not normal cysts, which makes this situation a little bit scarier than, you know, I wanted um, if we're being honest, they are something called complex cyst. And the way my doctor described it to me is that generally with cysts, you can see through them, there's a fluid or something inside of them. And with this particular cyst, I should say cyst, because it was one, um, at the time, it, you can't see through it. And, um, yeah, and uh, I'm sure there was other things. I, I, honestly, I spaced out when he was explaining it to me because I was kind of in shock and, and, and freaking out and scared about what he was talking about. Um, but there's... A, so I have a complex cyst. The fear was that if it was growing, I would have to get surgery and I would have to get it removed. Um, so about four to... I think it was like six to eight weeks later, I got another ultrasound and um, I ended up finding out last week, I think it was last week or the week before, um, that now it's not only one complex cyst, but now I have two complex cysts. I have one on the left and I have one on the right. And, um, you may be asking, how does this affect my training? How does this affect me working out? Um, for the most part, it really doesn't. Um, physically I am going through some pain and I do have some moments of like random cramping that I go through and this is the part where it's going to be a little bit TMI so if you guys want to jump forward a little bit for any males or females out there that are don't want to hear about this stuff I totally respect that I don't blame you um but uh yeah I again like I said I, I said I'd be comfortable sharing this part so here it is um it's not so much that I'm having a lot of physical everyday pain, but I am having random cramping here and there. Um, and once I found out I had one, I mean, it was a lot to, I didn't really think about it until I had to go, uh, again to go get more ultrasounds. And then it kind of hit me the weight of, um, getting a surgery and what freaked me out then and stopped and halted the racing part to all of this was the fact that if I found out I had to get surgery, it would take me out for six to eight weeks. And because of the experience that I had last year, the reality is, is if I spend over, you know, a thousand dollars for a bunch of admissions to races and then travel expensive and then equipment or gear or whatever, that's a lot of money. And all that money would basically be flushed down the drain because if I didn't end up doing them, 
then exactly. Like if I ended up having to get surgery, there you go. I, all that money, all that, all that stuff has gone to waste, you know, unfortunately. So that is kind of where I'm at and I'm itching to sign up for races. I want to go out and run. I want to go get more medals this year, but that's where I'm at right now, unfortunately. Um, the first one did not grow. Um, the radiologist was saying that it isn't a mass. They're not using languages like it's a mass. So that's good because that means it's not cancerous, or at least we hope it's not. Um, it's not growing, which is also good. Um, but the fact that now I have a second one, that scares me. Uh, my doctor did reassure me to not think about surgery, to not think about any aspect of surgery and to kind of put that out of my mind. Um, but I do now have to go see a gynecologist and I have to now in another eight weeks go get another ultrasound, which, you know, it's not that big of a deal. And I'm lucky here to be living in Canada and to be able to go and do it for free. I don't have to worry about paying for it. And I can basically, I can go see doctors without the stress of having to pay crazy bills or any of that. So I don't want to sound like I'm complaining, but it does add a level of concern and fear. And it is in the back of my mind. And I would be lying if I said that, you know, I'm not scared or that I'm not worried about it. And that would also be irresponsible of me to act that way um, because this is something I'm going through. This is something I'm experiencing and there's something going on with my body and I don't have control over it. And that's really scary to me. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at this year and that's kind of what's going on. So I'm kind of being held hostage at the moment of my body, but I've kind of hit a point right now where... I hope it doesn't develop into something more serious. I don't, I hope that it doesn't end up being something more serious in the future. Um, I hope that this is something that naturally resolves itself. I don't know if that's, you know, ignorance is bliss moment kind of talking, mentality talking. Um, but I've hit a wall with all of this and realizing that, you know what, this continues to prove to me life is very short. It continues to prove to me that in the big grand scheme of things, all I want in life is to be happy. I want to be able to pay my bills. I wanted to I want to be able to create at the level that I want to create and I want to just be happy. That's all I want for myself. I just want to be happy. And what makes me happy is physically challenging myself and pushing myself to constantly prove to myself I am better than I believe that I am. And sometimes I am my worst critic. Critic. I obviously, you know, harp on myself. I beat myself up in many aspects. Um, like a related topic to all of this, because I haven't been working out consistently, because I haven't been training hard or pushing myself, I have gained weight. Or at least my body's changing in a way that I'm not proud of and I'm not happy. And I'm not happy to admit that either. Um, I'm not happy to be posting the selfies that I used to post. Um, and that bums me out. And I want to fizz and I want to change that. I'm over, you know, I, I realized that a lot of people recently have been like getting in touch with me and saying, oh, you know, I've been working out and you motivated me and you got me, you inspired me to do this. So, and I'm just like, really? Because I haven't gone, like, I haven't consistently worked out in, I don't know, eight months. 
if we're all being honest, yeah, I ran a 10K spontaneously one night, uh, uh, like, two months ago, and it only took me, like, an hour to do it, which is great, um, and I want to take, like, a page out of Burt Kreischer's book and be like, you know, it's just genetics, I'm just a physical freak, and maybe, maybe I am, but I haven't pushed myself enough in a long time to find out whether I am or whether I'm not. Um, so I hold a lot of pride in being able to physically, you know, say that I've done X, Y, and Z, that I've been able to push myself. I've been able to finish all the races that I finished. Um, have I in recent years finished them as fast as I want to? No. Um, have I accomplished as many of the obstacles that I want to? No. And I do want to change that. And I feel like now, I think a big part as well and a big aspect to why I haven't signed up for any Spartan races this year is because I don't want to just get through them anymore. I really want to do a lot better and a lot accomplish them a lot faster, get through more of the obstacles than I did the year before. And right now I'm so far behind in the like retrospect like in the in the in the um, in the spectrum of training, I am so far behind in getting myself to that place of being better than I was last year. Maybe I'm not super far behind, but in me, in my head, I am. So I don't know if I want to waste the money in travel and, and, and race admissions and all of that to just kind of drag myself through a race again. Um, so that's, again, kind of where I'm at right now. And I do want to... The one, okay, I think now it's time to dive into where all of a sudden the obsession of Iron Man has come from, and I think I've rambled enough about Spartan racing, so let's move on to the meat and potatoes, and the big Kohan, and the, the big guy of the topic and the whole point of this podcast, and where all of a sudden I have conceived the notion that I can do an Iron Man. Well, I know I can do one, because fuck it, I can do one, and I plan on doing one. Um, last year, I thought about, or, like, I was, it was already uh, something that I had thought about last year. It is something that I hadn't done the research for. I knew what a triathlon was. I knew briefly, like, just a little bit that it conceived of running, swimming, and cycling, but I didn't know the numbers, and I didn't really know what the layout was or what an Ironman was. All I knew and all I still know to this day is that I want to do one. Now, granted, I've done a little bit more research in the last week or so, and I have more of a frame of reference of what it's going to, con like, what I'm going to have to do for this particular race. Um, and all I know is that I am feeling that hunger, that obsession, and that fire that I used to for Spartan racing. I'm starting to feel that for the idea of doing an Ironman. Now, I definitely want to do one... I would love to do the one here in Tremblant in, um, in Canada. It's done in Mont Tremblant. The reason I want to do it here is because it's closer. The idea of having to bring my bike is also an issue. I don't know how I'd be able to, um, do a race outside of Canada without, or really outside, like further outside of Toronto without it becoming a hassle or having to figure out the logistics of bringing a bike and yada, yada, yada. But the fact that, you know... For whatever weird reason, my brain was like, oh, there's an Iron Man in Mont Tremblant at, at some point in August. So it's like four months away. 
why don't I just do it in four months? The scheduled training that I found, the schedule for training that I found for an Ironman on the Ironman website was six months. And I'm like, okay, well, what's realistically, what's two months? in like the grand scheme of things and of course i'm sure there's about a million of you that are gonna be like there's a lot of you that could be like bitch you crazy two months is a lot of time especially when you're starting from scratch yes i understand but i don't really understand and i don't care and i don't want to understand um i was just like yeah why not four months i can do it i can be ready i think It's just more so the money aspect. And if I do end up having surgery this year, I do have to factor. Like, I have to be... If I have to be realistic about anything, it has to be that I probably won't find out in another eight weeks of whether or not I'm going to have surgery or not. So I think this year might officially... Unofficially? I don't want to admit to it. I don't actually want to give it up. But I think officially, unofficially, this year is a write-off for the Iron Man. So, um... Now, if I'm aiming to do it for next year, and if that's the goal, then I have quite a bit of time to train, to get ready, to get the right equipment, to get the right supplies, to figure out the logistics of travel. Um, I think I need to apparently get, I think I might have to get a pit crew or to get people to come with me to help me through transitions. I don't know if that's a must. Um, I think obviously it would make the process a lot easier getting out of in and out of your wetsuit, or at least from what I've watched of the videos um, online about Ironman's um, I don't know. I hope it's not a must, but if it is, gotta figure that out as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, it's, it's, I found a six month schedule and I was genuinely surprised by how it doesn't seem as intense as I thought it would be. Um, it's definitely something that's incredibly doable, at least to me, I think it is. Um, and for, you know, I do have to change aspects of my life and my schedule, and I definitely want to figure out how I can schedule this stuff in better and how I'm going to be able to work out basically like six days a week. But I don't think that's impossible. For me, that doesn't seem impossible. It just takes some serious determination and obsession. And I just have to figure out, because I'm not a cyclist, and I honestly, the one part that, the, the biggest, see, the funny thing is, going into the idea of uh, of an Ironman, the only part that I found, find to, the, challenging to this whole thing is the fact that I don't like biking. I don't like cycling. I don't like being on a bike. So, I have to find, and I think a lot of that does have to do with the fact that I've never had a really good bike, and I've never had really good experiences on bikes, so I have to obviously commit to spending probably over a grand on a bike, which I'm I'm committed to at this point, um, but I have to, that's going to be the hardest part for me, is figuring out the logistics, figuring out how to cycle, how to properly cycle, how to pace myself, and figuring all that out. So that's going to be, for me, that's going to be the biggest challenge to this whole thing, is how to get comfortable on a bike. So if any of you have any suggestions or have any advice, shout, shout, give me a shout out and let me know, because I'm going to need it. <laughs> um, I am going to start the research into finding a bike soon. I'm going to start checking shops shops up like around Toronto and picking people's brains and hopefully getting some serious help around what I actually need for an Ironman, what I'll need to require, like what's what like what's required um, and what will help me and not just buying any bike or also not spending whatever on it, but like genuinely finding something that's going to help me and is going to get me through the race. 
Um, so there's that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The, again, the fire is there and I'm really really bloody excited about getting into it. Like, I've always loved swimming. Swimming, I've been a fish since I was a kid. Like, I loved swimming as a kid. I love swimming as an adult. Running, it's one of those things where if I can shut my brain off, I can do it. It's painful, it sucks, but I can do it. And I definitely want to become a long distance runner, at least more so than I have been in the past. I definitely want to be stronger at it. I want to be better at it. And I think that finally, now that I have a very simple easy drawn out like map and schedule and like here's what I need to do it's definitely made this the whole conception of doing an Ironman so much easier now I'm sure there's um, a lot more layers to this that I don't know and I'm you know right now I'm not aware of I'm sure there's a lot of books out there that I could read and if any of you have suggestions, I've started to look into some or there are aspects to this training that people could give me advice on. I am looking for it. I appreciate it and it's completely warranted. So if you want to tell me what I need to do or what you suggest I do, I appreciate it and I welcome it completely because again, I'm this is something I've never done and Spartan's a little bit easier to throw yourself into because realistically all you need is a good pair of shoes and you know maybe a camelback and that's about it and some sunscreen um but this a triathlon is so far from anything I've ever done so I might possibly look into like half Ironmans and look into some like other triathlons that are held in Toronto that maybe aren't like full Ironmans but are smaller so I can finally get a taste so I can get a taste of it this year um but yeah I think I can 100% be ready in six months I think I could be ready in probably less than and less than six months but that's just me and that's how I feel about it and I believe in myself to be able to do it now look look let's be real am I looking to place first second and third that is never my motivation uh po standing on a podium is never my mo my motivation I want to finish especially when I'm trying something for the first time I know I can finish so I want to finish so let's finish let's get there first um beyond that of course of course I want to do really really well of course I expect better of myself of course I expect you know my I expect my expectations for myself are so high that yeah I'm sure for a lot of people hearing this it's completely unrealistic I think that even some people out there are gonna say you're crazy you probably shouldn't do it that's fine. I welcome that too, because guess what? I'm going to do it anyways. Um, and that's the mentality that has helped me get through the last couple of years. And you know what? For me, in a lot of aspects of my life, having that kind of mentality has paid off. Um, it's taught me to have more confidence in myself. It has taught me to have confidence in the process. And uh, yeah, so this is where I'm at. I am really excited to do an Ironman. I'm really excited to get like dive headfirst into the training. Tonight, I'm going to head to the gym. I don't know what I'm doing just yet, but I am going to be going to work out. I think technically, technically Wednesday is supposed to be my day off, but because I haven't started off this week doing any sort of workouts because Monday... I came home, came home from work and passed out, basically. And then last night, I celebrated my boyfriend's birthday. So that, of course, you know, was interrupted. And, uh, but you know what? I think more than anything, this podcast, if you're still here and if you're still listening, the one thing I want everybody to get out of this, and I think if I want anybody to get anything out of 
my perspective on running these races or doing these races or really doing when it comes to anything in life. It's really proving to myself, but also showing people that you can have a full-time busy life. You can have the full-time work schedule. You can have, you know, your personal life. You can have kids. But if you figure out that you want something bad enough, and if you can figure out how to, like, factor it in even at a sliver amount into your life and if you truly believe in yourself that you can do this and it's not even that you can do it but that you want it bad enough you can do it trust me and it sounds you know easier said than done and it sounds so simple and it sounds so annoying sometimes to hear that coming from people but as a person that thought the Spartan race was impossible and the Spartan world was impossible as a non-athlete, as a, you know, girl with a big butt and terrible cardio, I can tell you this much. It's not. It's not impossible. And it's it's taken me to some crazy, crazy parts of this world. It's made, it's helped me meet some crazy, it's helped me meet some crazy, awesome, amazing people. And it just has proven to me that basically... In life, it's really not all that hard to figure it out or figure out whatever it is, what you want. If you want it bad enough, you're going to figure it out and you'll get there eventually. It may not be at the snap of a finger, but it'll be there. It'll be there eventually and you'll get there eventually. Um, So yeah, that is today's wrap out. Let's uh, see. You know what? I'm going to just quickly pull up here on the desktop uh, just to get everything well-rounded and tell you guys where you can reach me and all that jazz. So again, for YouTube and where the video to this podcast will be posted, it is reviews by the blonde. You can find me there. Now, Instagram, I just want to make sure I have everything clear and outlined for you all and where you can find things. And I will leave clickable links to all that jazz. So again, you can find me, you know where to find me. Uh, my personal slash main Instagram is Carolyn, C-A-R-O-L-Y-N, underscore w3 that is my personal main page um beyond that let me see can i do i have access via the hmm ah here it is podcast that blonde girl podcast and i think i changed that supposed to be blonde girls that blonde girls podcast i'll double check with that and then uh reviews by the blonde as well uh, that is my second page for, it was supposed to be mostly for my YouTube page. To be honest, I haven't used it much. Um, but I will be starting to kick everything up because once I start, once I get my website up and start writing, I'm going to start posting my blogs up on the, the variety of the three pages. So you can reach me there and Twitter because all of y'all love Twitter. I don't really use Twitter that much. I don't know. It just wasn't, it's not my kink. I'm not into it. I don't know why. It's just not, it's just another thing that takes a lot of time and effort and (laughs) my time is limited. Um, So my Twitter handle is Blonde Reviewer. So if you guys want to reach me there, that is my Twitter account. Now I am going to change and edit uh, my main Instagram page because it's supposed to be that, that Blonde Girls podcast for the other Instagram page. But that's about everything. Those are all the socials. That is where you can reach me at if you guys have questions or comments or if you want to follow 
me and see what's going on. Now, of course, a lot of the updates, a lot of when I'm going to be posting, a lot of, you know, I'm going to be posting, I think what I'm going to do for, um, letting know what topics and ideas and things I'm going to be posting. I will post Instagram posts. I will make posts for Instagram, kind of letting you know what the topic is, seeing if you want to check it out or hear about it. I will put photo stills up there so you can see whether it's just me by myself or I'm going to have a guest, um, you know, joining me and all that. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I don't know if all of them are going to be an hour long. I don't know if they're going to be longer than that. I'm just going to kind of go with the flow and see how long I can talk and uh, see how long just kind of whatever feels right it's going to go for. And that's about it. This was fun. I try to be honest, if we're going to be completely honest, I actually recorded this at once at one point over the weekend over the last weekend and it did not work out on the program slash um website I was using it on so I decided to try it on something else I really hope this works <laughs> and I hope that I'm able to figure it out how to get this on iTunes and post it and all that um I'm fingers crossed I'm I'll figure it out um but uh yeah I hope this goes smoothly I hope this sounds good my wonderful boyfriend thought 10 steps ahead for me and actually got the incredible mic that I'm now working with and using and I'm so grateful for it um but uh yeah I hope it sounds good if I'm annoying I apologize but welcome to the podcast that blonde girls podcast uh thanks for joining me guys and I appreciate you being here on this lovely ride that is my life my crazy adventures, my crazy ideas in challenging myself and seeing what I'm capable of. Honestly, I don't think this is going to be that hard. I think it's going to be fun. I'm going to start posting more photos of my uh, in not in shape body currently and uh, showing my red sweaty face of where I'm at and what I'm doing and where the stages of where I'm at with this training. So th I think that's going to be also fun to kind of have this documented for, I always love documenting these processes, like processes, because by the end of it, when I'm actually done and the race is done and I'm home to look back where I started versus where I am then is like, mind-blowing and it's the most sad it like helps it just adds like ooh, that feels good and uh so that's it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun but again if you guys are interested in giving me some advice or have experience with running long distance or swimming long distance or cycling or with ironmans or triathlons or marathons please give it to me i'm gonna need it i appreciate you for listening and i'm gonna stop rambling now so love you all i will see you guys See you guys, and hopefully you'll hear me soon enough. Bye, y'all.